0: Hi friends, it's Andrea here with another episode of Anti-Diet Revolution. Many of the ambitious working moms I talk to describe a very similar pattern. They've tried many diets in the past, they may have had some success losing weight in the past, but whenever they stop the diet program that they were on, the weight comes back really quickly. Let's talk about why this is and how to address it in today's episode. Welcome to Anti-Diet Revolution, the source for your weekly dose of non-dieting approach to weight loss and improved health. I'm Andrea Heyman, and I've been a registered dietitian for over 25 years specializing in weight management. I've seen countless women struggle in their quest to meet their weight loss and health goals. Over the years, I've learned that traditional diet culture strategies just don't work i found the keys to help you feed yourself, lose the weight, and meet your wellness goals without restrictive eating, menu plans, or missing out on your favorite foods. Through a non-diet approach, I'll provide mindset strategies, tips, tricks to achieve your healthiest body, and I'll share the stories, strategies, and successes to get your healthiest self. Interview guests will share their transformations from a traditional diet culture approach to food freedom, I'm on a mission to knock out diet culture and help you achieve the freedom, growth, improved health, and enhanced lifestyle that comes with adapting the anti-diet approach. Let's dive in. So why is it so hard to lose weight, but so easy to gain weight? There's a few factors involved here, but they include certain health conditions, your dieting and weight loss history, and age-related changes, as well as some hormonal shifts that occur if you um, have experienced some weight fluctuations. So first of all, it's always a good idea and advisable to have regular physicals with your primary care physician and have preventative screening done in whatever's recommended by your doctor. That will help you monitor for any health conditions that might affect kind of your metabolism or your ability to lose weight over time and maintain that weight loss over time. Second of all, age, can't really do anything about that. However, it's good to know that over time, aging presents a lot of challenges, especially for women. That makes it harder to lose weight. So most women gain about five to 15 pounds during the aging process, mostly due to a reduction in muscle mass or physical activity. Um, And that can just result in slower metabolism overall. During menopause, it's really common that weight gain can occur as well because of the hormonal shifts and changes that occur. This makes it really important to include a physical activity routine that includes strength exercises, because that'll help combat the reduction in muscle mass that typically occurs with aging. So no matter what age you are, it's never too late to include that strength and weights into your exercise routine. All right, so dieting history, if you've lost and regained weight several times in the past, We call it yo-yo dieting. So it's like you're cycling in and out of diets and you're probably finding it more and more challenging to lose weight with each additional weight loss attempt. So this is mostly due to changes in fat storage that occur after periods of calorie deprivation. So we're gonna say that calorie deprivation, like you reduce your calorie intake when you're dieting, typically for the most part. And your body stores more fat after that, when you begin eating more after a period where your calorie intake is lower, that's because your body wants to hold on to anything extra. It's got some reserves. It's giving you some fallback stores in case that calorie intake reduces again. So it's the way the body's way of kind of adjusting for that. Because think of the times when, you know, centuries ago when humans didn't have ample supply of food, like we do now, they had to accommodate their bodies, had to store extra calories and have extra fat stores for the times that they might not have enough food. And so our bodies really haven't evolved past that point. And, You know, our bodies don't really realize that, hey, now we live in this world where there's tons and tons of food supply, and we're never at a shortage of that. So a lot of us who are overweight, their body really tries to prevent any permanent weight loss. So our bodies can actually kind of work against us in this case. And it's partially because we have like a pretty complicated system of hormones, particularly like hormonal interactions in the hypothalamus. So weight gained is caused by the creation and expansion of certain fat cells. And when we diet, we shrink those fat cells, but we don't get rid of them. And that is why people can gain weight back so quickly because those fat cells are still there and they're ready and willing to store any additional uh, food storage. So in case you don't have enough energy, which makes the next time you go to diet even more difficult to lose weight. I hope I'm explaining that right. Okay, so first and foremost, stop the yo-yo dieting. Hopefully, this is giving you just another reason to get rid of typical dieting strategies. This yo yo dieting cycle only makes things more and more difficult over time, and you don't want to keep affecting your metabolism. Second of all, you want to start or continue an exercise routine that includes a strength component. Ask a fitness specialist for suggestions here that'll work for you. And then finally, you can begin to reset those hormone levels. So, A couple things. Like I said, those hunger hormones play a really important role in weight maintenance. So the primary one is leptin that tells you when you are full and ghrelin is the primary hormone that tells you when you're hungry. So I think leptin and ghrelin, ghrelin is like your stomach is growling to help keep those straight in your head for you. All right. So we, we need a little bit of basic understanding of these hormones, but both of them are important throughout the entire process of metabolism. And so the amount of leptin, remember, you would think that you would want a lot of leptin to tell your brain that you are full, but how much leptin that's in your that goes to your brain determines how much thyroid hormone is released into your body. And thyroid hormone is directly affects metabolism. And if you don't have enough of that, then your metabolism can slow dramatically. All right. So keep that snapshot in mind. I'm going to bring it back together. All right. So now let's shift over and talk about insulin real quick. That is made and released in the pancreas. And it's basic function is to drive down blood sugar levels. Okay. So if you eat something, especially items that are, you know, Higher in sugar or refined carbohydrates, then your body is going to release more insulin. However, over time, that insulin becomes more and more resistant. Like your body becomes more and more resistant to the insulin, which causes the pancreas to release more insulin. So now you've got all this insulin floating around. And the crazy thing is, is that if you have a lot of insulin floating around in your body, your belly can be releasing that leptin that I just described. And the leptin is, you know, that's the hormone that's going to tell your brain that you're full. But if you've got all that insulin there, the leptin signals are not going to get to the brain because the insulin needs something to do. It needs more food to work on. So um, they're kind of like, Conflicting, not really conflicting. One is not allowing the other to communicate to the brain that it is actually full. So, to lose the weight, it can be kind of helpful to reset these hormone levels. But initially, you can really do that by significantly reducing the processed sugars and starchy carbohydrates that you consume to help balance. The insulin hormone production can be pretty hard to do that at first, but I suggest having a meal plan, the anti-diet way, like I've described several episodes ago is really helpful here that can prevent those impulsive food choices that probably aren't in the most case going to help reduce those circulating insulin levels. So I'm really not providing enough information here to tell you exactly how to do this, because I'd rather you reach out to a nutrition professional who can help you instead of you trying it on your own and potentially causing more harm to your body's beautiful, wonderful system that it has. But you can reset these. And then you basically what happens is your body comes down to it's more natural, healthy weight. And that is a beautiful thing because you can do that without all those crazy diets and, you know, everything that I am against. All right, until next time, take care. If you like this episode, please rate and leave a review. This is how we get the word out to others so they can be part of the anti-diet revolution. I read every review I receive and use that to push out more episodes that are helping you. Thanks for joining me today. Talk to you next week.